we have the story of Martha and Mary. And I know a lot of people don't like this passage. Um, A Dominican priest, for example, would tell this story about his mother. Mom raised us without a clothes dryer, washer, or dishwasher. Hers was a full-time job. I don't remember her going on a retreat. She wasn't much of a Bible reader, but one Sunday after hearing today's Martha and Mary story at church, she came home and said, if I could rip one page out of the Bible, Martha and Mary would go. From her very busy work schedule, she would have sided with Martha and thought Mary was a spoiled younger sister. I think we can a lot of times sympathize with that, with his, this priest's mom. Uh, Martha was busy working hard in the kitchen. I know a lot of you know all about that, working hard in the kitchen. Uh, Martha was just looking for a little help. But Jesus sided with her sister, Mary, who was just sitting around. But the thing is, she wasn't just sitting around. She was listening to Jesus. And the Lord, if we look carefully at the text there, he didn't exactly scold Martha for her work. After all, it's good and holy work. But it was work that, for whatever reason, was causing her to be anxious and worried about many things. We shouldn't understand this passage as if it were saying that work is bad and prayer is good. We should, of course, fill our days with activity. I mean, nobody is pleased if we are just lazy, and accomplish nothing. Work has dignity and purpose. It gives us a chance to be good stewards of the land, uh, to care for our families and neighbors. By our efforts, we, in a certain way, even share in God's work of creation. But work, without some connection to the Lord, it easily becomes motivated by selfishness or greed or fear. You know, we end up working hard to buy things that uh, we really don't need, or we work because we are afraid of being bored or of just having a moment of silence. That can be a scary thing. So we fill our day with activity and we become anxious and worried about many things because Merely staving off boredom or or satisfying our desire or trying to satisfy our desire to buy unnecessary things, uh, these aren't sufficient motives for our toil and sweat. Because we're meant for more than that. Here's an example. I know I've used this before, but why should a farmer go out into the field to plant and to harvest? Is it just to earn more money so you can pay more bills and buy more stuff, more machinery, newer machinery? Or is the task directed ultimately to a more holy purpose? A better motive for that work is the fulfillment of one's vocation as, for example, a father and a husband who cares for his family, who wants to help them on their path to sainthood. So work is a good thing. But how do we know what we are to do in life? What are we supposed to work at? Well, the answer there is that we should pray first. Every task we undertake should be done in the context of the one thing that matters, the Lord. We should work hard at a task 
because we know it is the task God wants us to be doing at any moment. But to know what the Lord desires, we first have to sit at his feet and listen to him speak to us. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm not just suggesting that this means we just should say a short little prayer before we get to work each day. That's actually not a bad idea. But what I'm talking about here is something a little more substantial. We need to get to know the Lord a little more personally, to have a more personal conversation. Uh, And we need to spend time with him so that we know what our vocation is and then how God desires us to live out that vocation. Because God has a plan for each one of us. Marriage, priesthood, consecrated life. And then within that, he has a certain career in mind for us. And these all entail work. Will we do that work like Martha, anxious and worried about many things? Or are we going to find the strength to do the work with more grace and generosity? Jesus once said, My yoke is easy and my burden light, as if the work he was calling us to do was no problem. It was just easy. And uh, it's tough to believe that sometimes. I don't think we believe that sometimes. But it is true. And the key is that whatever hard work we encounter in this life, we should try to remember that carrying those burdens, doing that work, it's easier if the work and the burdens are the ones Jesus desires us to carry. And if we carry them, those burdens, with Jesus. I think of Mother Teresa. You know, she was this tiny little woman. She wasn't, you know, big and strong physically. But that little nun, when she heard what God wanted her to do, she went out and carried thousands of the sick and dying off the streets of Calcutta, and help them. She converted thousands of them to Christianity. She founded a large, large religious order with sisters now living around the entire globe, serving the poorest of the poor. It's amazing how much this little nun did. She couldn't have done all of that without the Lord. Archbishop Fulton Sheen once suggested that We think we're tired because we have a certain limit of energy. And as that energy is used, we are exhausted. Makes sense, right? But, he said, that's not it always. Energy is renewed if we love. As sanctity and holiness decline, energy declines. I think he's right. Because if you read the biographies of saints, which I recommend you do, Read the biographies of saints. But if you do that, you're going to find something. You're going to have a question. You're going to wonder, how is it possible that this person accomplished so much? Because you read again and again, these people that were often weak, often they were physically sick, they had disabilities, yet, as imperfect as they are, they were capable of superhuman accomplishments. And they were incapable of these things because they were doing the work of the Lord with the Lord. So perhaps if Martha had just sat down at the feet of Jesus first and listened to him and discerned the Lord's will for her on that day, she could have carried the burden of service in the kitchen with more love and more grace. 
She could do more with less energy and less worry because she was doing it for the Lord and with the Lord. And it's the same with us. Sometimes we're anxious and worried about many things. I know I am certainly anxious and worried about many things, but I think if we can get to ourselves to focus a little more like Mary on the one thing necessary, the Lord, the burdens of this life would be easier to bear. We might even be just surprised at how much more work we get accomplished for the Lord if we do it with the Lord. There is wisdom in that traditional motto of the Benedictines. It's ora et labora, pray and work. You know, it's not pray or work, one or the other, like, oh, I have so much work to do, I, I don't have time to pray. No, that's, that doesn't, you, you won't get as much work done if you don't pray. And it's not prayer is work, because um, it isn't just us doing our work. I'm going to read these prayers. It's, uh, it's more than that. The Benedictine motto is, it's pray and work. And prayer, fittingly, you'll notice, is listed first. So may we all take that advice, pray deeply, get to know the Lord, and then, having discerned what he wants of us, go and do it with his grace. We may be surprised at all we get done.